Hello and welcome to the Men Able Matters podcast, brought to you by the Men Able Movement. I'm Steve Whitten, the founder of Men Able, and it's our intention to bring you hints, tips and the inside stories from our fabulous guests to help you to understand mental health and to get the global automotive industry talking about it as an everyday subject. So join us with another fantastic guest here on Men Able Matters. So welcome to another episode of Men Able Matters with me, Steve Woodson. Last week, we were joined in the Men Able movement by another fantastic ambassador. And this is a guy who used to work at the same company as me in uh, Volkswagen, but uh, we never actually met because he joined pretty much the time when I left. No coincidence there, I'm sure, but I'm sure he'll explain (laughs) a bit more about that. So, and we are going to discuss what it means to come on board as an ambassador and the whole area of uh, mental health in the automotive industry. So welcome to Manable Matters, Neil Mumford. Neil, how are you, sir? I'm very well, Steve. Thank you very much. You okay? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. So apart from my rambling intro there, could you do us a big favour and tell us who you are, where you're from, and uh, a little bit about what you do and, yeah, uh, and what thanks. drew you to Manable? If you want to make that last about 20 minutes, that'd be spot on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, my name's Neil Mumford. I, um, I've been in the automotive industry for all my working life I guess um, specific I guess uh, about 23 years and that's working within the um, Volkswagen group network so I did the time with Volkswagen commercial vehicles as a sales exec um, and then went on to Audi in, in the network and then 2006 I joined Volkswagen Financial Services pretty much as you were shutting the door I guess at Brunswick <laughs> um, or you at Madison House I don't know but uh, yeah yeah I've um, moved on I, by then I joined FS um, as a contract art development manager, uh, and the 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 role was um, developing products and people um, in, in in the Volkswagen Group network for specifically for contract hire. Um, did that for just under five years, uh, and then I did a stint with um, Audi UK as an area fleet sales manager, um, covering a secondment uh, or on a secondment covering maternity leave, um, which is a great time. Uh, passion for Audi uh, as, uh, as a whole. Um, so, you know, I, I, I loved that role. Um, lady came back to work. I went back to uh, financial services as a business development manager um, within the commercial vehicle network to, to start with. And that's just an amazing place. Um, and uh, again, people process development, you know, and ultimately, you know, to, to assist the brands in, in selling cars. Um, so, my, my business development manager, I could say career, if you like, was uh, commercial vehicles, uh, Volkswagen and Skoda. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's a great place, a great place to be. Um, last March, I, uh, I was made redundant from, from financial services. Um, so, and yeah, I guess leaving um, FS, you know, I, I, I made the decision to take some time out, which I'm, I'm glad I did. And I spent some time with my family, um, which is good. I guess I came back in October, November time um, and, you know, went back into, into job hunting. And the reality is, Stephen, is, is there's lots of people looking for very few roles. And if they're, if they're looking for that role, um, it, it has to be you know, absolutely specific to that role. So, you know, if you, if you have transferable skills, yeah, that, that's great. Um, and you may, you may, so if you're looking, I don't know, 
at an analyst, let's just say, you know, what we did, and you'd have done it as well at FS, you know, you did a lot of analysis around data and people, just things that were happening with brand, lots and lots of data coming in, which you would then, you know, put it all together and you come up with, with, with a solution. Now, if you're not an analyst, you're not going to get that role nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just, you know, to, to, to put that into, into perspective. And I guess, you know, that, that, that's where, where, where we are with it now. Because you and well, I connected in, in that regard as well, didn't, didn't we? we? we, and I, we if did. you don't mind me mentioning that actually you inspired one of my vlogs, which was all about the, the, uh, the feedback of being told you're overqualified for jobs that you're applying for. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and absolutely. So, you know, applied for a, a, a few roles, you, you get to hear back from some, which is great. Um, then others, you know, it's, you, you get put through an interview only to, you know, to be told that you're, you're over-experienced um, with the experience that I've had with, um, you know, with, with a manufacturer or manufacturer finance company. If it's a dealer, generally it's, you know, over-qualified, over-experienced, or if something comes up with another manufacturer, you'll be, you'll be snapped up and you'll, and you'll be gone. And, and it's, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, you know, so, and, and I, I won't be the only one going, going through that. So, mm, you know, mm. we, I, I then reached out to you, I, I guess, you know, just off, off the, off the back of one of your twat in the hats, um, blogs, <laughs> uh, you know, I just thought, you know, and, and, and I commented on a couple of your, your, your previous ones, right. Uh, 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 as well. And I just, I just felt I really, really need to talk to somebody mm. and, I, you know, I looked at what you guys are doing at Manable and I just thought, actually, you know, they, they might be able to help. So you and I spoke, um, mm-hmm. you know, found out that, you know, our, our history with FS. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, and I, I just thought, you know, as, as it's gone, I've, I've responded to a couple of your vlogs. I just thought, actually, I'd, I'd like to be part of this because this is this is actually quite a big a big thing because you know and we spoke about it yeah us blokes don't talk yeah we 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 hold our our, our emotions in mm-hmm. um and you know i i guess steve you know i i was lucky um at, at fs you know um that's very much on their agenda is the whole mental health and well-being you know and i was fortunate enough to have uh, a line manager who, who was really good and he he would regularly check in with me um, because you know I went through a couple of a couple of traumas over the last few years and that the thing is I don't I don't think you I don't think you fully understand what happens until maybe two or three years down the line and all of a sudden it hits you mm-hmm. um, and, and I was in that in that space you know and if, if it wasn't for you know a, a particular individual just checking in, you know, on a regular basis, just saying, Neil, how are you? Yeah, I, I just felt I could I could talk to them because mm-hmm. I, I knew I was being supported. And I, I just look at it now in the, you know, the, the, the automotive industry is a great industry. You know, I, I think if, if you're in a successful place, it's probably one of the best places to be because nobody celebrates like you do in the automotive industry. <laughs> and I just think that if... If you're in a bad spot, for want of a better term, like, like I was, and you don't have the support network around you, it's probably one of the most lonely and most harshest places to be in. And brutal, if I can mm. use that word. And I guess, you know, I I look at this now 
that we, we spoke about this with with lockdown three coming to an end there's there's going to be businesses that rightly are going to be planning you know we've got march looming yes big month registration month so the, the you know if if i'm a dealer you know the manufacturer is going to be wanting the registrations and they're going you know you want to be hitting all the standards and your objectives um and i just think that they will be focusing a number will be focusing on that pure getting to a number yeah. rather than okay people are going to be coming back to work to deliver that number where, where are they yeah you know, i think it's almost going to be in some cases this expectance to say you're going to come and you're going to come back into show i'm just going to deliver where i think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come back to showroom with other things going on yeah. in, in, in the background. And I guess as, as an owner of a business or um, a, a, a line manager or a general manager, I think it's really, really key that you understand what's what's going on mm. with, with that individual. Um, and I think that, you're that, right. becomes as you... part, that becomes part of the plan. Yeah, as you say, I mean, you know, all of these sort of anxieties and issues and concerns and worries were always there in the background anyway. Yeah. And... You know, it's only when, you know, as we've seen in the last year or so, you get a pandemic hit or mm. a massive downturn in the market and things start to happen and those anxieties get worse. And if people are coming back into a workplace where, you know, let's be let's be honest, maybe the management aren't as skilled up as they could be in terms of how to deal with that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the pressure is still on to get that number, hit those targets. Then, um, you know, yeah, it, it is imperative that we've got this network for people to to, to reach out to. I, I, I absolutely agree, and you know, it's. I, I just, I just fear, and again, we've had this conversation that it's going to be two, two, twofold. Mm. Uh, people are just going to cave in, and it, it, it's just not going to change. Um, or we'll lose really, really good people from from the network, and that's that's happened. I gave you a couple of examples of friends of mine who have moved out of the automotive industry because they weren't supported, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's the brutal side that, that, that I mentioned yeah. uh, a moment again, when actually I would say one of those individuals in particular, if, if they had been supported and maybe had the support that I had, they'd probably still be in, in the industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess, you know, that's, I'm, I'm lucky when I look back, you know, that, I did have the support for me. Mm. Um, and, and I think, I think also that, you know, owners of businesses is, oh, you would hope um, that it's not the fact that, you know, they don't care in a number of cases, they actually don't know how to, mm-hmm. they, they, they really, really want to help their people, but they just, they just don't, don't know how to. And I guess, you know, I, I look at, you know, Menable and what, what you guys have done to say that they're, there's a support network there for you if you're that owner of a business. Yeah, yeah. So actually, let me let me reach out to Stephen, and you know, Stephen, help us. You know what? This is the situation I've got. I run ten sites. You know, I've got these employees. How how do I get well being on on my agenda? And and I think you know, that's what I, I would advocate owners of businesses who are in that situation to to reach out yeah um, yeah well definitely well thank you i mean uh, a key part of our strategy of course is, is to enlist the, the help and support of people like yourself as ambassadors um to actually spread the word um mm-hmm. 
you know, because the other thing, of course, is a lot of these owners and, and business drivers aren't necessarily on the social media platforms where we're perhaps doing the you know bulk of our uh, marketing and stuff. Um, yeah. And it's important that we get the word out to these guys and girls and say, look, there is a, a support network out there. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we, we all also in the industry tend to be a bit stuck because we, we are a diagnostic and fix it business. So we either diagnose and fix somebody's transportation needs. And then when they have that transportation solution, we, when it goes wrong, we then diagnose and fix, fix it. Yeah. And I think we have a similar mentality when it comes to people. And of course, the one thing you can't do is, you know, lift the lid off of somebody and suddenly, you know, stick a screwdriver in and twiddle some bits yeah. and, and they're fixed. You know, it's a far more complex situation than that. And so your point about whether they know how to and they've got the skills is, is, is bang on, I think. And, and, and I think you're just this, the, the whole quick fix thing. You know, I, I, I look back at my development role. Um, I was doing the FS and, and, you know, there'll be a couple of my sites and you know, we spoke about this as well. It's, it's just about talking to people and, and knowing what's going on. So, um, you know, what one particular group, you know, that, that I looked after, absolutely. And it, it, it was from the very top driven by the managing director that you know, he mandated that their, the, the, the sites had to review their people every Monday. So actually, it was a case of going through the numbers, yeah, what's going on, and then at the bottom was it was that whole well-being bit, you know, what what's happening in your life that we can help you with, yeah, 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 and, and you know because that helps them as as well, and and I just feel that that doesn't happen enough. No, well, by um, contrast it, to that, we uh we've been running a an, an aspiring managers program for a manufacturer and um you know we we've got to a point where i've even had one manager in particular said that out of 20 people in their service department they know of nine of them that are dealing with what you would call mental health issues uh and that's many and varied of course um and somebody else who says in their business that they're actually now too scared to even ask people how are you in the morning for fear that they don't really know how to deal with the uh, the answer yeah. You know, if the answer comes back and it's not the traditional British, I'm fine, I'm okay, or it'll be all right, or anything like that, we, we don't know how to deal with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I, I think, you know, as, as I mentioned, where, where I was, it's, it's just about talking to people. Mm -hmm. And it's generally, it's, it's sincerely, if I use that word, talking to people, it's not, it's not a tick box exercise. It's, you know, it's, it's just talking. Um, so on that front, can I ask you a couple of things then on that, in that regard? Cause it's just something that's been bothering me lately is to think, well, one is, you know, the talking is, is spot on and it's about trying to resist the temptation to fix it for someone else. Uh, that's a key part of what we're about is resist the fix. But on the other side, do you think there comes a point where if you're talking about it over and over and over again, that actually becomes more painful? um you know, where's the where's the line in other words is what i'm getting at i mean and you know yeah just a view and, and on i that, guess really. yeah i i look at that um for, from my own experience it, it it's the sincerity piece of it because mm. i think you know if if you're if, if it's if you're going as a line manager if you're going over and over and over again yeah yeah and you're asking the same questions quite clearly that's that's not working and that's that's a coaching 
thing, I think, for, for, for that line manager because mm-hmm. the individual in question will just shut off, They'd, you know, and they'll, they'll go, what, as men do so well, they'll just put up a brick wall. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I think it's being, being sincere um, and, you know, just talking to, talking to the individual uh, mm-hmm. because a line manager isn't going to be a mental health expert. No, absolutely not. No. So I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's that whole, you know, that manager reaching out to people, mm-hmm. you know, to his manager or to their manager, sorry, you know, um, and it's, again, it's, it's, it's conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, not not trying to turn them into counsellors. You can you can never do that because it's a specialist. <laughs> However, you know, I, I gave the example of regular review mm-hmm. um, and openly asking the question. As you say, you know, it's not a fix it thing. You, you can't fix it overnight. It won't yeah. happen. Yeah, and that's also got to come from your. I would say, you know, go as far as say, if you're a line manager, that's got to come from your character. That's got to come from your values and your beliefs. It's not just you know something that's on a on a to-do list or you know your daily schedule of things all must ring up and check well-being you know it's, yeah. it's something that comes from your heart isn't it it's from you will you genuinely want to do it I, I agree and, and, I, and I, I was fortunate enough to have that mm. I was also fortunate enough to be you know part of an organization where it wasn't a tick box exercise yeah it, it you know it, it was out there and, and you know everybody spoke about it and mm. yeah I, I think um, yeah, so I, I look back and I was, I was just unfortunate enough to, to have had that. But there's other there's others that haven't. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and in some cases, it will be because owners of businesses, as I said, you know, they they don't know how to do it. They want to do it, but they just mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. know what it what it looks like. Mm. Um, and yeah, in some cases, I know you, you you'd said it. You know, in some cases people don't want to do it because it's on the too difficult to do list which i just find mind-blowing i just and i it's quite sad yeah um, yeah and, well or, or they get to such a point where they you know they almost feel that they can outsource that stuff to you know further or delegate it further down the line um and of course if they're not living and breathing breathing that themselves it's not going to get delegated it's just going to be a you know, a, a repackaged or remodeled version of what they do. Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, it could be that, you know, th- there's, there's something deeper. If, if, if you, you know, if you were that stakeholder owner of a business where mm. what, that was the case, you know, maybe they just, you know, maybe they they're going through their own problems or situations and, and they don't know what to do, you know, they've they put up this brick wall so actually you know it could be a case of as brutal as the industry can be is that actually if i'm going through it you know i've kind of got my own crap going on yeah, yeah. deal yeah. with it you know, yeah and you know, heard it on many podcasts you know, man up and crack on yeah yeah put put your big boy pants on just get on with it that's absolutely wrong that you know those those days of i'm gonna call it jurassic park <laughs> they're, they're gone <laughs> And and I think you know, I guess kind of a call out to, to to those owners of businesses is you know, reach out, talk to somebody if it is the case that you, you don't know what to do, yeah. Um, because there's a whole support network out there that you know yeah, are there to help you. Um, you know, ultimately you don't have to own it yourself, and that's what it's all about. I think people have, and maybe just human nature, you know, people have this thought or vision that you know they 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 have to own it it's it's, it's them they they've got to go out there and they've got 
deliver it. And I, and I guess, you know, with the right, with the right guidance, it can just filter down and, mm. you know, it can, you know, they've got business and you've got line managers and line managers, you know, because we love a, we love a good organogram with lots and lots of managers. Um, but, you know, just, yeah, that, that's all I would do. Just, I'd call out to reach out and just talk to somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, and the, the, yeah, I mean, the issues are, are immense and we, you know, we go through the list of them quite regularly and think, right, where, where do we start? And I think ultimately it is about beliefs and values and, you know, as, as an organization, we only want to work with those, org- with those companies that have got that kind of mindset at the beginning. Yeah. You know, if they're thinking for any reason that what we're talking about is a training course or an intervention, then, you know, we're clearly not communicating it clearly or they're not getting it. Yeah. Um, and, and I guess, you know, you, you, you and I spoke about this, you know, it's, it's not unique to the automotive industry. They're, they're oh, no, really absolutely. Yeah. Out, yeah. yeah that you know they're they're behind where we are mm-hmm. which is really scary mm-hmm. um and, and i just think you know again that's that's part of a of a bigger piece which sector was that sorry i missed that i'm talking about veterinary veterinary right yeah 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 yeah. well as somebody said to us similarly about the um the agricultural sector yeah yeah you know it's uh, scary Stephen. it's it is it is and and out you know as well and um no easy way of saying this you know prior to um the pandemic we were building up quite a nice little uh, bank of of contacts and potential business out in the united states and one of the things that's astounded me through all of this because um, quite often people think that the us is about 10 years ahead of us uh, and when it comes to things like mental health they're 15 years behind us wow they really are they really are and these issues these issues and attitudes um, you know, and it's still very process driven and very transactional. And we're very lucky. We've got Russ Mann, who's an ambassador for us out in the States. Uh, and he and I talk regularly about, you know, this is a long, long journey, long yeah. journey. And is that, is that because, you know, in, in America, is it because they don't want to know it or is it that whole, it's just too difficult to do? Um, Oh, I don't know, actually. I, I'm not sure I would. Yeah. Ask me one on history. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I really don't know. I've not got to the bottom of it yet. I mean, I was just astounded, really, at how when, when we went over there, how they, you know, they would still high five and whoop, whoop and celebrate, you know, somebody making a sale off the back of following a very rigid formulaic process and structure that you think mm, we were doing that here 15 years ago. Yeah. No. I, I just I just can't believe, Stephen, that somebody would That's a big generalization, by the way. That's probably not everywhere, but you know. No, no, no. But I, I just think, you know, no, nobody nobody will go out to work wanting to ignore somebody who's crying out for help. I just mm. I just can't I can't believe that. I I believe that it would be if if, if there is that person that really, really wants to help. Because they, they don't know how to do it. Yeah. Does that, does that, does that make sense? Oh yeah, hundred percent. But the, the thing is with Menable is that what we've been banging the drum about is let's not just make leaders and managers ready for when that person tips over and genuinely then is at needing to help. You know that crisis point. Mm. Uh, um, but getting them ready, prepared in their mindsets, their attitudes, their values that 
you know, we can have these conversations two years before that even happens. Yeah. You know, and let that individual know that, look, you're coming into an environment that will help and support you. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that's the plan. That's the strategy. And I guess, yeah, that's, that's what my label is all about. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's that, that person in that retailer environment, let's, let's say that, you know, is in, I say is, is in a place where they can openly go out and talk about, they can go to a line manager and say, can I talk to you about what's something's bugging me or something's going on in my, in my mind. And and it's, it's that line manager having the confidence and understanding to say, absolutely, you know, come in, is that whole door open mentality rather than if you're in a, in, in, in a culture that is, is, not with well-being and mental health it's, it's come from the top it's like it's just too difficult to do um <laughs> like shit flows downhill yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. um yeah it's, it's, and it's i think your point <clears throat> excuse me your point is spot on about the um you know what's going on for the individual leaders in in their own minds in their own lives yeah um, you know and if they've got their own anxieties and what we're finding is a lot there are a lot of senior people in this industry who have got there and and look around themselves and go, I'm going to get found out if I'm not careful, hmm. you know? So we have a huge issue with imposter syndrome and, and people yeah. being quite concerned that, um, you know, they're, they're in positions of seniority that, uh, you know, perhaps don't have the emotional intelligence that we, you, you perhaps think would come with that territory. Yeah. Good, good. Very good in their field. And, you know, and, and mm. that it, it doesn't happen, I guess, yeah. you know, as again, as a call out, you know, you look at the OEMs and what have you. Yeah, maybe you know they they can drive that as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. We, we we spoke about, spoke about the example. You know, if if I was in my BDM role, FS still, you know, me doing what I need to do in my retailer with it with a stakeholder and actually going through the numbers and chewing chewing the fat. You know, people development, and then we look at the bottom is like well being. Mm-hmm. Because you know, then you know, it's just it's, this whole just brings to life that whole culture that everybody's in it. You know, kind of this, this whole we're all in it together piece. Yeah, um, yeah. And then then we're driving it, and I, and I think you probably get stakeholders opening up more then because yeah. you've got somebody from a manufacturer sat with a business owner saying, okay, where does well-being sit within? within the business where are we with well-being and i think you know if you have it at an ops manager level then they're more open to speak i believe yeah yeah no exactly exactly and so maybe you know the the the, the manufacturer oems can also play a part in this yeah yeah well our intention is within businesses that we will have what we're calling it affectionately men enablers yeah uh, which will be people you know ambassadors that work inside businesses to actually enable these conversations to happen so um just very quickly uh, neil if you could just wrap up with a few pointers as to you know you've mentioned why you were attracted to becoming an ambassador uh, but we're on a bit of a journey to attract more if we can um i'm sure there's loads of people out there who want to get involved what would be your your top tip if you like for you know coming on board and and getting stuck in uh, but much like myself, Stephen, you know, there's there's lots of people in, in our industry that have wealth of experience um, that somebody can reach out to mm-hmm. um, who, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm an old sweat, 20, 20 years in the industry, <laughs> you, know, um, you know, 
I don't know why that makes me then. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I would welcome, you know, somebody just reaching out to me on LinkedIn or Facebook, wherever it may be, Mm. saying, Neil, this is happening. Can you help? You know, where where do I need to go? And, And I believe there's quite a few people like myself that can help. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, so you know, the, the the reason that's the reason I I did what I did, you know, became an ambassador for it because I reached out to you, I found somebody I could talk to, and all of a sudden it just came to me. It's like, wow, actually I've got something to offer here. Yeah, yeah. Um well I can vouch for you being a top bloke, Neil. Thank and you. Uh, we're absolutely delighted to have you on board with Menable um and uh, looking for you know, greatness going forward. I'm sure yep. we're gonna we're gonna conquer the world with this issue. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for joining us on Men Able Matters, and uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. You will. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. You've been listening to Men Able Matters, the podcast brought to you by the Men Able Movement. If you'd like to get involved, join us at menable.org or follow the hashtag. Menable. Join us again for another podcast where we'll talk to more fantastic guests and get their hints, tips and insights to their personal stories too. See you again soon.